Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show, and I've got a powerhouse of a woman on the program today. Her name is Odette Laurie, and she is the uh, president, uh, CEO of Women on Top Business Coaching, and teaching women how to dominate their profits, and I am honored to have you, my dear. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excellent too. But yes, yes, you are excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. That is a testament. Now, talk to me, Odette. I want to introduce you to to our audience here, uh, particularly the women that are listening to uh, this show. Uh, there are a lot of women. You are uh, what I consider the creme de la creme of business coaching and uh, turning women into true entrepreneurs. Uh, and business owners, uh, how did that begin for you? How, what, what inspired you to move into this genre and this, in, this industry? Um, back in 1993 with my first business, I was 27 years old, and I took an idea, just at the time what seemed like a lot of, to a lot of people, a really dumb idea. Here in Canada, <laughs> we, were going through, we were going through our own um, recession, similar to what you guys in the States have just gone through in the last mm-hmm. couple of years and perhaps are still going through. Um, worst housing crisis. I mean, interest rates were 20 25%. Real estate agents were dropping off like flies. Wow. And I decided that that's who I was going to market to, uh, sell a product and a service to real estate agents. So I get why people thought it was a dumb idea, but I had a real gut feeling about it. And I stuck with it, and I just kept moving forward. I, I enrolled in an entrepreneurial course, and within five years, I was making uh, multiple six figures. And by the time I hit the sixth or seventh year, I was well into the seven figures. So the reason why I started Women on Top is because I know what it's like to take an idea and make it a business. I know how to make it sustainable. I know how to you know, reach the multiple six and seven-figure business in times when it's not always the brightest idea to start a business or a business in a particular market. And a lot of us women here use our life experiences or our children or, you know, our spouse or situations to not live into a dream and not build a business or build a life that we want. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to say that those are just excuses. And if you really want to have something, if you really want that business, you just got to take the steps to do that. And, that's my personal story with Women on Top. It was very much a life tragedies that um, uh, that got in my way while I was building Women on Top. The first, within the first year of building Women on Top, I or starting Women on Top, I both my parents fell ill and died. I had mm. a relationship that ended, and I moved into a new city, started over with nothing, and um, because of all of this, I had a very um, stressful. Um, my body became uh, very weak. And I woke up one day with my arms paralyzed, and that lasted oh for about a year and a half. So 
I know what it's like to have all this crap thrown at you, but I also know what it's like to have a dream and to want to hang on to it, and it really is easy. <laughs> you just got to surround yourself with people that want to help you. Sure, that makes sense. Well, you know, one of the things that you always hear is uh, what you make it very difficult for one to have an excuse. I mean, when you tell your story, most people, especially women, say, well, you know, I, I was downsized, I was divorced, uh, you know, uh, lost a home, uh, you know. And here you are saying, uh, yeah, and, and your problem is what? <laughs> yeah. So well, it's not, exactly. it's not an excuse. Well, I don't want to seem insensitive to that, but I swear there's a higher being up there. There's a universe that has, you know, um, a uh, purpose for us. And I just find it really strange how, you know, with both businesses that I was trying to build, there was something that was just major in my way, especially with women on top. I mean, I, I opened the doors in August of 2010, and it was a month later that my life started to unravel. And it was like the universe was saying, or whoever was saying, you know what, we need to just dump a more, bunch more crap on her so that she can actually feel what it's like to have death in the family and all this other stuff go on mm-hmm. so that she can teach people uh, to get over that so that mm-hmm. I knew what it felt like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. So so talk to me about this. How do you where – do you, where does a woman start? Uh, they pick up the phone or go online, they find you, they call you, they email you. What can they expect that is different than, uh, you know, many of the other uh, business coaches that are out there that they may have tried and failed? Um, well, it really is all about fit. So I, I, I'm not a fit for everybody, and it, it, it's about a, um, a relationship that you're developing. But mm-hmm. to understand that um, I've been there, I've done that, and I have survived, I've conquered, and I've built a business once again back into the multiple six figures. So the thing is is that you want to work with someone who's been there, done that, of what you want to accomplish. So, for instance, if you you can't work with a coach that's only made 50 grand a year if you want to make 500. So, mm. or you can't, you know what I mean? And when I, I focus my, mar- or, um, my coaching on three components, and it's mindset, marketing, and money. And I believe that you can have all the skill and the branding and the money and all of that stuff in the world, but if you don't have the mindset, if you don't have the belief that you can you can do it, that you can pick up the phone and ask for the money or, you know, have a sales conversation, you're never going to do it. So what I really focus on are the um, mindsets. And one of the books that I wrote was How Big Is Your Butt? The Seven Ways We Sabotage <laughs> Our Own Success. <laughs> because it's about our butts and justifications, right? Well, Speaking of butts, uh, you know there there are mil- <laughs> there are millions and millions of butts, uh, billions of butts actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and and I agree. I think mindset out of out of the three uh, mindset, marketing, and money. I think mindset is probably the most important. Um, yeah. Well, that being said, uh, I would assume most women are terrified. Uh, and especially uh, if they've never done this before, and this is a new uh, uh, piece of, uh, of, of clothing uh, that they're they're putting on, uh, that they'd be terrified to pick up the phone and ask for that big dollar and ask for money. How does how does one break through that? What are some of those barriers that they they have to break through in mindset wise when they just don't have or feel the self worth of doing so? Well, 
that's a really good question. Um, well, okay, I, I was born with, the, you know, with sort of the inner personality, the innate ability to be determined and motivated, self-motivated, um, very tenacious and audacious, right? So that helps me. There's no question about that. I'm also, mm-hmm. um, I don't have a fear of selling. But here's the thing, what I'm not good at, I have to be really, I have to learn how to be good at that. Mm-hmm. So for example, people will say, well, that's not me. I'm not a salesperson. And I say, well, here's what you need to do then. Then you need to work twice as hard to be a really good salesperson because you have no choice but to sell in your business. Mm-hmm. It's like in grade, remember in grade 10 or 11 or whatever, and you had, there was the brainiac who was um, really great at math, never had to study, and would pull off 90s. And then there's right. you, or there was me, <laughs> who would struggle and study and get 52. And that's a true story. Um, so the thing is I had to work harder at it than that guy did. And it's unfair and it's, you know, it's unfortunate. But here's the thing. If you really want to create something for your life, it's all about what your long-term vision is. So if you want to, you know, have a million-dollar business and, you know, live on the ocean when you're 55 years old, you're going to have to do certain things today, tomorrow, next month that are in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. And that means – building up that muscle, building up that sales muscle, that self-esteem muscle. And most importantly, really acknowledging what you suck at. Acknowledge what's getting in your way. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's very important that we say, you know what, I really do compare myself to other people. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go to this networking event, and this is a conversation that you have with yourself, right? I'm going to go to a networking event, and I know I'm going to compare myself to the 30 other women there. I'm going to stop it right now. I'm not going to compare myself because I am just as good as they are, and they are just as good as I am. And it's about creating that mindset of that everything is just fine, that we don't create a story around stuff that doesn't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. And you arm yourself. So it's a muscle that you have to build. I absolutely love that. Uh, You you, you know you need to come out with a program for men. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same problem. But I think there's a lot of guys that need to hear this and need to be uh, your client. Uh, When we talk about mindset, one of the other things that uh, gets in the way is time management. Uh, Because I think a lot of people, women in particular, which is true, they have to raise a family and they have to be uh, in so many different places at the same time, wear so many hats. Do you uh, work with uh, that aspect of time management? Sorry, you've, you've cut out of me a little bit there. Which which aspect do I work at? Uh, do you do you have an aspect uh, that uh, of time management that you work with with women? Oh, absolutely. Um, a lot of us just cherry pick our schedule, right? We wake up, you know, Monday morning and go, "What do I feel like doing today?" or you know, we just think we're going to, we have a task list that's 100, you know, deep, 100 uh, item deep, and, and then we just pick the easy ones. So here's what I recommend people do is um, I'm all about plan and strategy. And for starters, when you're building a business, you want to build your business around networking. So you want to make networking your number one priority. And I mean yeah. offline networking, I don't mean online. So you structure your, 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 your month around networking, and then you can structure your week around the networking and then your days around the networking, and because re- networking is a revenue-generating activity. 
Mm-hmm. So time management needs to be based on revenue-generating activities as the primary thing that you as the principal of the company do. Everything else that doesn't generate you revenue should be delegated to somebody else to do. And I know a lot of people are going to be up in arms and say, well, I don't have the money. Well, here's the thing. When you do delegate the things that really um, cost you too much money to do yourself, because let's say your rate is going to be ten times that of the person or, or even three times that of the person that does the administrative duty, you're just basically um, be, your most expensive uh, secretary. All right, Odette, so let's talk about time management um, yep. because one of the issues that uh, is always faced uh, with women is that uh, uh, they say they don't have enough time uh, to do the work that's necessary because they're raising families, they're working, and they're doing just so many different things. Uh, how do you address that? How important is time management? Um, well, that's, all, uh, that's a double-ended uh, question there in that, first of all, women, um, we like to hide behind our children and our families, and we put ourselves sort of second, third, and last. Mm-hmm. Very Rare. Unless you're Martha Stewart or, or of that caliber, then you have a totally different reputation. It, you're like, well, you know, my family needs me and my kids this and my kids that and blah, 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 blah. I have kids. I have teenagers. I've started businesses with oh, children. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of the things I do is I involve my children in my business. Um, they get paid for some of the stuff that they do, and they volunteer for some of the things. So I'm, I included them in, in um, <clears throat> some of the events that I do. One of my mm-hmm. daughters is an event coordinator. So I incorporate that. And I also um, look to their, their friends' uh, parents to help out with driving and all that kind of stuff that needs to be done. So I don't take it all on my shoulders and say I'm the only one that can do this because women are really great at saving the world. We really are. Mm-hmm. But we're, what we really lack is saving our world. Mm, I like that. And so when you're in business and, it is, and the time management is um, a really, really crucial piece, especially when you do have family and outside activities, mm-hmm. is to really concentrate on you only doing the revenue-generating activities in your business and delegating the rest. And the reason why is because when you're spending your time and energy doing your bookkeeping, for instance, or your social media or whatever, you're taking away from the precious time that could be generating you income. And the other stuff can be delegated to someone else at a much lower price point, or it can be done as well at a at a different time of day. So maybe you you know you time block your your schedule mm-hmm. so that every day is a revenue generating activity to build your business up to where you want it to be, and then you can focus on some of the smaller things that perhaps in the evening or something like that. But it's all about time blocking and project blocking. Well, this is that now that is a mindset shift. Um, that uh, I would assume, you know, goes around the board. Some will adapt to that easily, some will not. What do you think are some of those barriers uh, to entry that women have in terms of uh, repurposing their time? The barrier is just their own mindset around that. It's their um, it's their need to um, – the girl, women have to let go of the need to do it all and, and the need that they are the only ones that can do it. Mm-hmm. I get the whole children thing, but we, we, we take it over the top. We are like, oh, my gosh, my babies, they may need me, I, you know. And then you find out that their kids are, you know, 15 and 17. And you're like, 
it's all put it in perspective, right? Right. Here's the thing. You are a role model for your children. So if your children see you not stepping up into a bigger, playing a bigger game that mm-hmm. they know you want to play, um, and they don't see you doing the things that you want to do, they see you holding yourself back and making excuses and justifying stuff, they're going to do the exact same thing. And, mm-hmm. and then Good point. we encourage our children to stretch and grow and learn and get out there and, you know, get crazy or whatever it is, right? But we don't do it ourselves, and it's, uh, it's hypocritical. And um, it's just not a good example to our children. That is awesome. Well, that that takes care of that uh, question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, it, when we you know we're still on the subject of mindset, let's talk about this. And that is one of the biggest issues is just hey, Odette, I'm scared to death. I, this is complete new territory for me. I have never done anything like this before. Or, I've been, uh, you know, an employee most of my life. I've been a housewife uh, for most of my life, blah, blah, blah. I am terrified, uh, even though this is makes sense and this is what I want to do, I, what do I do first? How do I put one foot in front of the other and, and, and not end up in a, uh, with a, in a padded cell? In a padded cell. Well, I wanted to just first... <laughs> I'm going to first acknowledge that I wake up every day scared because oh, okay, if, you're not, nice. <laughs> if you're not scared, then, then you're not learning and you're not growing. If this was easy for me, it would be boring and I wouldn't be growing. I wouldn't be actually fil- um, into my, uh, living into my, you know, my uh, purpose or my value, I guess, mm-hmm. on this earth. So, um, and, and people go, yeah, 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 that's right. You bull, that's, I don't believe you. And I'm like, no, I do. I really do. And I'm in a coaching program with um, a group, and we get on that form on a regular basis, and we are like, I am so in breakdown. You have, you know, talked me out of this thing or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So one of the things is surround yourself with people that are in the same boat as you. Get the help that you need. <clears throat> here's, a, here's an interesting thing, and, and most of us um, don't get this, is that you can't build a business by yourself. It's mm-hmm. impossible. You can't because you don't know how to do it. It's like because you're a plumber, you can automatically own your own business. Well, no. Building a, a business takes some skill and takes some know-how. You, mm-hmm. How are you supposed to know all the ins and outs of, own, of starting a business? Mm-hmm. And with my first business, I, I was in, a, in an, entrepreneurial, an yeah, entrepreneurial program for 12 months that really launched me and my business. So that's the first step is get into conversation with someone about how to do this thing. Um, get, you know, Know that you're going to spend some money on building your business because a lot of people go in with the mindset that I'll just, I have all the time in the world and I'll just figure it out myself. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you can't go on vacation without spending money. You can't get married without spending money. Gosh, you can't even have a funeral without spending money. You right. can't build a business without cash. So find the money and then settle down, get someone to help you build your business and uh, do everything that they say, basically. I've had... Uh, now, I guess, thousands of interviews over the uh, last uh, 30 years with uh, some of those brilliant minds in business, uh, obviously you being one of them. Uh, and what I'm hearing from you is uh, something that's systemic, and that is you fail your way to success. And so uh, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to fail, but uh, you're, you're going to learn from those failures. Uh, how do you walk people through uh, that fear, I think, really the reason why they don't get started is fear of failing. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's an action. Anything that um, that you try probably won't work. So most of what you try will not work. Mm-hmm. And that's how you find out what actually does work. Mm-hmm. And if you t- ever take a look at, you know, kids trying to figure out how to tie their shoes or, or, or put on their pants or whatever, they just figure it out. And so that's what it's all about is, is just knowing that if it doesn't work, try something else because eventually it will work because it's been proven um, time and time again. Absolutely. And um, yeah, and just and, and seek guidance. It really, I can't stress enough how, um, how if you take a look at the successful, sorry, the successful people in the world, who they've surrounded themselves with. Mm-hmm. Because there's a an adage, right, that you you're, you're the sum of your five closest friends. Sure. Well, you, you know, also in, in the book, you talk about it in your work, you talk about uh, fatigue, you know, which is very real. How do you deal with, because I would assume some of your clients and some of the women that will be coming to you are coming to you because they're completely burnt out. They yeah. are completely stressed out, burnt out, they are tired, and now they have to, uh, if you will, start over or start anew uh, which one would think would add to the fatigue. How do you address that? Well, last year, actually, it was February 14th, um, I went to my coach and I had a, um, uh, a VIP day. And I was all excited and I was gung-ho, and I said, oh, I'm going to come up with this great plan. And this was um, my parents had just passed away, I think, um, probably the year before that. And I was still building this business, and I was just chugging along. And she looks at me, and she says, like, holy, holy mackerel, like, do you want to do this business right now? And the first thing mm-hmm. that came out of my mouth was, no, not right now. And mm-hmm. she said, you need to take a vacation. You need to take, like, two months off. I don't mean a, a one-week vacation. So we ended up crafting a plan and a strategy on how I could, with two kids, um, and leave them at home, that I could take some time off. So I ended up devised a plan to come up with six weeks where I went. I live here in Canada, and it's freezing in February. Mm-hmm. So I went to Florida for a week, and then I went to South Carolina, to Hilton Head, actually, and I rented um, an apartment. And my kids came for a week, which was a nice vacation for them. But I took that time to rest and heal and grow and just just kind of be by myself. Wow. And very therapeutic. And that in itself is very scary because it was, you know, there's another thing someone will say, well, I can't do that. Uh, believe me, I, I, I had that struggle, but I needed it so badly. Mm-hmm. So when I came back, I was just, last year was just a phenomenal year for me because um, I had that rest. Mm-hmm. And so I would say to someone, okay, look, let's look at your situation. Let's look at your money situation. Let's look at where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, who can help and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And really take a look at where they are right now. And if what they need is a break, then it's about giving them permission to have a break. Women wow. need permission to do this kind of stuff because we're we're the nurturers, right? We don't need the break. Everyone else does. So it's about it's about the permission. That is well said. Wow. That, this is this is incredible. Um, and again, uh, you know, I know guys are going to be listening to this too, and I'm sure they're having an aha moment. Many of them as well. Um, you also talk about momentum, uh, which is part of uh, part of the uh, mindset piece. Uh, also, mm-hmm. would assume is part of marketing. Talk to me about momentum and what 
is it and how or how does it relate to uh, the business and, and in the mindset? Well, you got to start somewhere, and it's a, it's traction, right? Has everyone ever had got their car, their wheels stuck in the mud, right? And mm-hmm. the more you spin your wheels, the, the deeper you get in there. So you've got to try something different. You've got to leverage yourself. Mm-hmm. And you've got to start somewhere. So a lot of people stay stuck, and they wonder why they keep getting deeper and deeper into this, into their mud or into their problem or whatever. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that they've got to look at it from another point of view. And if what you're doing right now isn't working, stop doing it um, mm. and, and take a look at it from another point of view and try that. So just as an example, I'll just use social media because my first business was built without social media. Mm-hmm. And this business, I was told that I absolutely had to have social media. So I bought this book and I sat down for 30 days. I cried every day about mm-hmm. how to do this social media stuff. And I, every day I was trying to figure this out. And I got absolutely nowhere because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't like it. So then it dawned on me, well, there's got to be someone who can do this for me, right? So I was so excited when I got my first Facebook friend and Twitter friend and LinkedIn person. <laughs> and, and you're like, okay, a month later I had like five. And I thought, this is never going to happen. Right. So all I did was I just kind of, I dripped on it on a daily basis, and two years later, two and a half years later, I'm, like, quite shocked at where it's at now. It's in the thousands because of traction, because of just, you know, drip by drip by drip. So big things start small. Yeah, and this is actually one of the best advice I, uh, advice I received when I first started, before I started Women on Top, was from a, a really good friend of mine. And I said, I just don't know where to start. I don't even know what I want, and I just got laid off from a job, and mm-hmm. do I go back, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. And she said, you know what, Odette, if all you have is 10 minutes a day, take the 10 minutes, because think of where you're going to be in a year from now. And that's traction, and that's basically what I did. I started with just 10 minutes here and there, researching a little bit here and there. It developed into like 15 minutes, into 20 minutes, and then then I got really clear on what I wanted. And that's traction for my business. If I hadn't have done that, I'd still be where a lot of people are, which is a year later going, oh, I wish I could start. Mm-hmm. So it's not about it, which I can see where this would be part of that mindset overwhelm. It's like, oh, my God, I can't do all of this because they're looking at it from the perspective of where you are, which is, you know, you're a seven-figure player uh, living a great life, they're looking at that in totality, not looking that uh, looking at that as uh, as they say in the old adage, biting the elephant off a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> Absolutely. One of my worst things that I do is uh, I compare myself to Oprah. Very funny. <laughs> Oprah, why, is that a bad thing? Wait a minute now, Dan. Hold on. Is that a bad yeah. thing? <laughs> like it's crazy. Like. And it, doesn't, it, doesn't actually, it doesn't stop me, but I go, well, shoot, she can do it. How come I can't do it? So it kind of helps me. But then it, then I go, how the hell did she get there, you know? And I do um, go back and read her story every once in a while to kind of put it all into perspective. It's like, like really, I mean, it's the, it, it, it's the only way to get somewhere is just by doing it, by putting, like, you know, one foot in front of the other, one block on top of the mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot of that. 
Um, kind of going back a little bit, and, and but what I'm hearing overall in, in, in the mindset piece uh, is I remember years ago watching there was a special series on the Travel Channel uh, for the mm-hmm. jet setters, and they had you know people why and they asked the question why why would you ride a, a take a limousine uh, to the office why would you take a private jet uh, to fly to a meeting and. Uh, why would why wouldn't you do why wouldn't you drive yourself or why wouldn't you fly you know commercial per se and what have you and mm-hmm. and the guy was talking and he basically said which was fascinating to me I'll never forget it he said well all of those things are things that I pay people to do because my time uh, is worth uh, you know twenty five hundred dollars an hour uh, and right. so if I engage in an activity. Uh, say a dri- say I pay a driver fifty dollars an hour. Uh, I am diluting myself by driving myself, and I'm diluting my net worth and income by engaging in things that uh, don't pay me my value in time. I thought that was unbelievable. Oh. It was a mindset shift for me. So that is that what you're talking about here, and is that really the big message that that uh, women need to hear? Oh, absolutely. Um, just to take it one step further, uh, one step back for women, is that most of us don't charge what we're worth in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you have to step into what it is that you're worth. So as an example, I charge minimum $250 an hour. Mm-hmm. And if I was to do my administrative duties at you know a price point of anywhere from 15 to $30 an hour, that's ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. then I am not out there serving the people that I can and it is totally dilutes my worth, and it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's silly. So, first thing is charge what you're worth. Get really comfortable in in, in charging what you're worth, and figure out what that is. I call it the throw up point, and I got that from my coach. Is, uh, what is the what <laughs> the throw up point? So, for instance, I'll just use a number fifty bucks an hour. If, if I'm used to charging, if I'm used to making fifty thousand dollars a year, that works out to be um, about thirty dollars an hour. So. Mm-hmm. If I'm used to making $30 an hour and I go to start my own business, I am most likely going to be at a $30 an hour price point. So mm-hmm. for me to get outside of that price point, I would have to start slowly. So it would be I couldn't go from $30 to $200 an hour. It's impossible for a lot of people to have that mindset because it makes them sick. Mm-hmm. And I call it the throw point. So what is this point where you're, just, you're gagging that you're just um, comfortable with because then anything at that point below is where you're confident, or that that's the marker where you're confident. So you can confidently say, I'm worth $100 an hour, rather than say, you know, try to pull off at your 150 because then it comes, your communication is, is lacks confidence, and then the person on the other end doesn't trust you. Mm. Wow. That is profound. It, it, you know, huge. my coach said that. Yeah, it was a, a big point for me. I learned that a few years ago, and mm. I love that. Love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that as well. Uh, how can uh, people get in contact with you, Odette? Where, what's your websites and Facebooks and Twitters and all of that good stuff? Where can they find this great information? Uh, my site is www.businesswomenontop.com, and it's all one word businesswomenontop.com and on there is a freebie I have um, a guide called How Big Is Your Butt? The Seven Ways We Sabotage Our Own Success 
Mm-hmm. And from there, I, I offer anybody um, a let's get started session just to figure out what's working, what's not working, and what needs tweaking. Totally complimentary, just to kind of make sure you're on track. And um, and inside the website as well, you can buy a copy of my book called Profit Domination, How Successful Women Get on Top and Stay on Top. Mm-hmm. And it's 201 Rules for the Road, and it's a great little book because it's not a chapter book. It's just basically doses of motivation, inspiration, and, and, and ass-kicking uh, action to get you motivated into your thing. Um yeah, uh, my Facebook, oh gosh, you know what? I need an assistant for that. I don't even know. My Twitter is uh, Biz Women on Top. I, I don't it. even know what it is. I'm sorry. You're living, <laughs> it on, you're living it on purpose. I mean, that's exactly what you're saying. You know, hey, I have Whoa. to do that. That's great. That's living on yeah. purpose. I'm not mad at you at all. Last question, yeah. and that's this. Um, yeah. We're talking about stretching your income. Um, yeah. And... Well, maybe it's not the last question, but we're stretching your income. And, uh, you know, some women, even though they have the goal, women and men, they have the goal of when they are afraid uh, of that number uh, because they've never had it before. How do you address those uh, that – how do you address the mindset that, you know, we'll go from $50 an hour to – 250 an hour or more, that this is a place that they're completely not used to, how should they, how do they function at that level? Well, just take, uh, just start incrementally, just, you know, go up. So, for instance, if you're at a $50 comfortable level, take it to 60 because then you know you're just slightly outside of your comfort zone. Um, depending on how your mindset uh, affects you, um, really get clear on what it, um, what your mindset problem is. So, for instance, um, you know, if you if you feel that you're just not worthy of that, we have to figure out on how to get you worthy. We need to work with you um, to really get you to believe. And how you believe it is through action. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that you're going to actually believe it. So what are the action steps that you need to take that are going to prove to you that, you're worthy of the $60 an hour. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to another, you know, then you take it up a, a level. It's like going up a set of stairs. Then you take it up another level to 70, 75, and then you just keep going from there. Um, it's all proof in the pudding, right? And it's all based on action. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um, this this is absolutely great. Another question that came to mind as you were talking is uh you know here's a here's a gal who uh was making seven uh, six, excuse me six figures uh in you know a high position job they got downsized during this crazy economy they have certain skill sets uh, that uh are somewhat antiquated but you know they grew over time but now being replaced by people who are much younger than they are and mm-hmm. you know they have a self esteem issue of saying you know uh, I'm older now. Uh, how much time does it take to reinvent yourself? It depends how fast you want to pedal, um, really, because you can, I mean, you, you've heard those success stories where people, you know, have gone from zero to six figures in a year. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, take a look at your industry. Uh, take a look at what you're charging, because a lot of times if you're undercharging, um, that's a problem. You could be mm-hmm. making double the amount of money in the same amount of time just by changing your fees. Mm-hmm. 
you know, look at how you're delegating your time. Um, you know, are you doing the, the, the jobs that you don't need to be doing? And mm-hmm. it is about um, injection of, of fuel. Um, so, for instance, you know, you really take, take a look at what you need. What, what is the money that you need? To, to live, and how much do you need to have uh, to build your business, and I'm going to say for six months, so that you can comfortably build your business in six months without worrying about every last penny. Now, mm-hmm. it, mean, it doesn't mean not knowing where it's going and spending it useless, uh, stupidly. It's, it's all about spending it in the right spots. Really, the, the three most important things that I believe in building a solid business are um, – Getting a coach, getting someone who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. um, having that fit, right, who knows what they're doing, who can show you how to do it. Coaching shaves years off of building a business. The second thing is you want to find the money or get the money or use your money. If you have savings, if you've got, you know, a line of credit or whatever, use it for your business. It's okay to have business debt. Mm-hmm. You don't need personal debt, right? We don't. We don't need 17 right. pairs of shoes, right? But have personal debt. And, and, and be okay with that, and make sure you use it wisely, and then just really do the revenue-generating activities and get your butt out the door on a regular basis. So network to death. Network, speak, uh, be in front of a crowd, be in front of a group, be in front of an audience. That is the fastest way that people are going to get to know you, like you, and trust you, and that's the fastest path to getting you cash in your pocket. And then celebrate each success. Every time you make some money, just go really crazy in excitement because that's one of the things where I lacked was I, we'd hit a milestone and I'd be like, yeah, great. Okay, that's what's next. And mm-hmm. that really kind of spoils it, right? That takes the fun out of it. And, um, and now I'm a little bit more excited about that. So it's, um, if you do those three things and do them well, and I call it peddling, don't do the thing that, you know, quote, unquote, the typical salesperson does is where they, they do, you know, they blitz the sales then they do the client work and forget the sales, and then they finish the client work and they've got no sales. So then mm-hmm. they have to start that cycle over again. Mm-hmm. That's painful. You don't want to do that, right? You want to keep that um, uh, a fine-tuned machine and make sure that the action steps that you're doing are in alignment with your long-term vision. So it's really important to know where you're going uh, so that you know how to get there. Unbelievable. Once again, Odette, how, uh, what, what's your web address? How can people get in contact with you? My site is uh, www.businesswomenontop.com, businesswomenontop.com. Okay. And on there you can get a hold of me, you can phone me, you can email me, and I'm sure all my social media is on there too. <laughs> uh, right, because you don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. All right, that's all right. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you at all. Here's what I like to do, Odette. I think you're just a powerhouse, a total badass what you do. I want you to come back on the show, uh, and we can talk about some of the other aspects of, you know, marketing and money. We didn't get into that. But, you know, I really wanted to to get uh, clarification on mindset because, obviously, that's where it all began. Uh, And I think from there we can kind of go back and start talking about some of the other aspects, the other three, uh, two aspects uh, of the trilogy. Uh, but yeah. just, I would love to have you come back. And thank you so much for taking the time out. I know you're you know, obviously busy as I don't know what, networking, yeah. working, and doing the business, and living it on purpose. Uh, so, yeah. so I want to appreciate you uh, for that. 
and and just uh, you know tell women who are listening to this uh, show right now, uh, you know I think you should just take this show, download it, transcribe it, listen to it again, read it, listen to it again, read it, and then apply and make that oh, yeah. call. Go to that website because I think this is just what you have received from having Odette uh, in your space uh, and in your ear, this will change your life. Literally, it would change the direction of your life and change and fortify your future. So I just want to thank you for showing up. Well, thank you. And I'm going to use that for my kids. You've got your mother in your ear. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's right. And tell, and tell them that there is a big guy in, in, in California that said so, oh. and if you don't do what I say, he's going to come and he's going to kick your butt. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Great All right, my love. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. All right.